It's Widow Wednesday, so y'all know what that means. It is time for another episode of Street Widows Podcast. Misha, who is a Street Widows Podcast veteran, alumni, drinks champs will say, um, you all seen her in the first conversation. And I want to introduce her as Lilisa from Burwell. <laughs> um, and today, I'm going to start with an Essence article. When I tell y'all, I read it, and I was in tears, and I sent it to my homegirl, and she was like, this is prolific. This woman's words was like insane. So her name is Kirsten West Sabali. I hope I'm saying it right. Maybe I'm not. Um, the title is For Black Women, Grief is Rarely Uncomplicated. And so I'm just going to go through and read like some of the points that really hit home. Um, according to legend, surviving the trauma of losing loved ones is carved into black women's blood memory. Um, the women who are told that our very livelihoods are contingent upon how much pain we are able to withstand, how masterfully we are able to mask our grief. But I am not alone, not completely. We never are. I know you're sad, but you're too strong to let it kill you. She goes on to say how um, another woman experiencing grief had reached out to her. Um, and she said, I'm often praised for my strength. And I know folks are well-meaning in bestowing that title upon me. However, if there were ever a time that I should not be strong, it would be after living through the worst tragedy in my life. Um, she went on to say, making peace with newfound limitations saved my life. I gave myself permission to feel whatever I needed to with that significant investment in other people's comfort. I truly had to face in itself that no matter what I did, my life would never be the same again. Um, the avatars that we present to the world are born of the terrifying truth that black women are not allowed the vulnerability and messiness of grief. The capitalist structure of this nation renders it impossible for us to just be still, to process, to reflect, to heal. Not when there's work to do, children to feed, and bills to pay. And I mean, I could go on and on, really. I mean, it's like this woman's words were powerful, but just um, being here today to talk about being a boss after loss. And what that means and what that looks like and how you get to that space um, in an honest and open conversation about it. What she's not when there's work to do, children to feed, and bills, and bills to pay. You don't get to grieve. You don't get to, to take a time. What is a timeout? You don't get to just sit and process what just happened and what you're going through and, and grieve. You jump directly into a hustle's message. Yeah. Head first. What's a hundred ways to get Sink a hundred Sink or swim. Right. Sink or swim. Mm -hmm. um, so, what do y'all think about that part? I love it. I feel like I'm going late in a lot of ways. Um, just mentally not being capable and knowing that you're changing. Um, and accepting that you're not the same person or you have to put on this persona or whatever mask that you want to really deal with or need to deal with. Um, I feel like it has affected my business, but... 
It's always, you got, I mean, as long as you have the motivation and have a hustle mentality, like, I never give up. I don't care what way I got to go. I'm going to make it work. So, I feel like as long as you have that mentality, you got to be willing to change, you know? So, I'm, I'm ready for this new journey because at, for once, I'm able to face me. So, I feel like that it's going to, a better me, of course, is going to be a better business. So, I'll be more accountability. Accountability is big for me, so... I'm ready. That's all right. <laughs> what about you, Keisha? Being a boss after loss means strength to me. Because there is so many times when you want to give up, so many times when you want to quit what you're doing, so many times when you want to just throw in a town and say, I'm done with all of this, and still get up and do what's needed. That, that represents strength, unity, blackness. Anything that is associated with being strong, it just, it takes me there to another level. So, that's what it means to me. Yeah. I definitely, I think, like, the, like, her words were kind of artistic. You know, mm -hmm. like, she painted a picture. Mm -hmm. When she said, like, it's carved into our blood, like, our memory. We've mm -hmm. been experiencing loss since ever. I mean, my first loss was like eight or nine years old and then it, when it came to my friends like at four since 14 years old i've been losing friends in the streets like you know i we was just talking about it earlier like louisville's murder rate is five and a half times higher than chicago when you break down the numbers per capita like yeah they got nine hundred thousand residents and we only have a hundred thousand but when you dice the numbers up we coming out of trenches that's worse than you know what people think is the worst in the world and that's the story that I really want to tell with the podcast um so I thank y'all for being here again today we are going to introduce the elevated goodies as you can see we've already been sipping everybody's like leaning just a little bit um listen on IG Trisha Smitty 502-806-4146. Y'all hit her up. Y'all gonna see these in the podcast maybe every time. We might not even have space for another sponsor as good as these are right here, okay? So y'all know what it is. It's time for Widow Talk. Um, I think... Does anybody feel led to draw the first card? I will. Okay. <laughs> so this is my first time. Let me dive on in. So, and then let's flip them over. Okay. So Misha, cause then Misha was cheating last time when we had the conversation. She was looking at the card. <laughs> so it says, "What do you find to be most difficult about being an entrepreneur?" Uh, I feel like um, the pressure of always knowing that you have a responsibility. So it's on you to make what you want your life to be. So. You don't know if it's going to be a hit or a miss, so it's always a gamble. So, I like it because it's always different. It's always room to grow. You learn new stuff. And it tests your capability as an individual. So, I would say that, uh, yeah. Let me see the question. Because <laughs> Trisha. <laughs> oh, you Trisha Jr. today. Yes. <laughs> what do you find to be the most difficult about being an entrepreneur? I want to say accountability, accountability, and accountability because there are so many people, well, business owners and entrepreneurs rather, who 
say, oh, well, I know I did a good job. This was on her. When sometimes we do need to take a step back and realize that it, it is us that need to fix a few things within our own business. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think <laughs> most difficult, <laughs> most difficult for me is balance. It's like um, balancing multiple businesses that's like in different realms with everything else that just you know what I'm saying like comes with life I feel like with 9 to 5 hustle you go to work right. and everything else is somebody else's problem you know what right. I mean I go to work I do my job and I leave but as an entrepreneur everything is your problem so I just feel like you know that's the juggling of it and, and still being good at it and giving good customer service and you know being what your clients need you to be but also handling the business and doing all of that by yourself as an entrepreneur is what I would say I drop next card. What are your tips for building a great team? Um, I just always felt like if I do right by people, they have no reason not to do right by me. And you know, some people are the exception to the rule, right? But I feel like if you pay people what they worth, if you show love to people, if you give people opportunities to get money and it's not... You know what I mean? Like, no sneak dissing, no competition. We all in it together. I feel like you get that back. And it's always worked for me. Like, I treat people well. Like, you know, I share game. It's not, you know, like, it's it's a team effort. It's a real team. And I feel like I've always gotten it back in return. And I feel the same way. Like, so... I guess people are more comfortable coming to me because I'm, you know, I don't make people feel like they're more or less than me because we all human and we all can be teachable. So, um... A lot of women are not to come to me um, with proposals and business ideas. So I feel like network is your network, for real. So as much as you network and partnership with different peoples and companies and mingles and things like that, you know, you eventually get your blessings. And especially, like you said, you pouring into others and you're not trying to look for a motto about it. So you're doing it genuinely as far as um, promoting other companies and businesses. And I feel like it's been my biggest support is the people who I support so mm-hmm. just being genuine yeah, just being genuine mm-hmm. what about you I agree with that 100% yeah. yeah I think so not I think so I know so and I drew the last card I'm elevated who's next me so nice back so cute <laughs> what would you say to someone who has just lost their loved one and has no income mm-hmm. Of course, I could be the regular, I'm not even going to say fake, but I'm going to say image, imagey or whatever mm-hmm. person and say, oh, keep God first. We know to keep God first. But I would say 